Welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast, coming to you live from upstairs studios at the intergalactic headquarters of Explorations Early Learning. I'm Jeff Johnson. With me today is Danita Dinger and Lisa Murphy, as always. We're starting in podcast time. You're going to be hearing this sometime during the summer in in podcast recording time. It's May, and we've... Uh, we're starting our second day of recording together, and we've killed off... Uh, 12. 12? 12? 12? 11. 9. Are you talking about... Epi- I was talking about bottles of booze. I was talking about <laughs> bottles of booze as okay. well. We've, we've I off, was talking about the podcast. We've killed off... We've killed off uh, 10 episodes already, and uh, somewhere between 11 and... 12 or so bottles of booze. And uh, so here we go. We're going to greeting, or no, not greeting. That's a different episode. Mm. Uh, this one's going to be meeting. Mm. Meeting. Uh, we talked about this in our very first episode on introductions about how we met a little bit, but we didn't get go into it a whole lot. Um, kind of like how we met and, and that kind of stuff is what we're going to be talking about. Danita, start talking. Um, first time I met Jeff, I think, I was thinking about this the other day, I think it's been seven or eight years ago, maybe. Seven. It was at the FCC PSD conference in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And um, I went to this session just because everybody said this guy, Jeff Johnson, was hilarious. And I'm all about laughing. So I thought, well, I'll go to that. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not going to like him, though, because um, I'm just kind of hard on, on presenters. I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I like to be, I like to learn something and I like to be, I like to laugh. And so I kind of went in with that attitude. And plus, Jeff is a male. And I thought, well, what? And this is going to sound very sexist of me, and I'm not sexist normally, so it's kind of a shocking thought that I had. What can a male tell me about working with young children is kind of what I thought. Um, let me, send, let me say one thing. I admire your honesty. Oh, Keep going. Yeah. I do, too. I am a very honest person. I, I am. Um, but anyway, um, and I ended up about peeing my pants because, let's face it, I'm at that stage in life with little bladder girl issues, and I'm sure a lot of even, people can relate. Even that many years ago you were at that stage? Oh, yeah. I'd had Because now... Now I can see. I had that babies. Stage, but... I can't do jumping jacks. Are you kidding me? Anyway, um, I ended up laughing so hard and walking away with a huge. I didn't even realize the impact that that first meeting with Jeff and I didn't really actually even meet Jeff. Just hearing him present, um, I totally took home and little bits and pieces of that. Parts of it, I'm like, well, there's no way because. I like the way that I do my things, and I'm going to plan because I love to plan, and I plan good things. Well, I just put that little seed in my mind of starting to observe and realizing, oh, hmm, I'm kind of forcing right now. And then those little aha moments that I've talked about all the time started happening. But it all stemmed from that first time I heard Jeff speak. And then I actually met him quite a few years, well, probably two or three years later um, at another FCCP conference, FFCP. FCCPSD like too conference. Oh my too gosh, it is. Um, but anyway, um, and that was in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And I think that was one of the first times that I'd ever presented. And as I'm presenting, Jeff is in the opposite corner of the room. And nothing's worse than if you're new at presenting and then someone who's very seasoned at presenting is in the other corner of the room, is in the big ballroom um, in the other corner of the room. So it's extremely distracting and nerve wracking for me. And so that was the first time that I'd actually met Jeff, and he had nice things to say, and he pretty much shoved me over the edge into the 
<laughs> speaking <laughs> world. <laughs> he basically Whoa. he basically said you need to do this more often. I hear too many presenters that don't have that spark and that energy. You need to do this more. And then a couple of months later, I get an email from him um, saying, I gave your name to some people to keynote. And I said, I am not keynote material, don't I? I? I need to do workshops for a few years and build up to that. And he said, I won't let you fail. And I said, you don't understand, Jeff. Your name is Jeff Johnson. If you suck, there's over a million other Jeff Johnsons in this world. My name is Danita Dinger. <laughs> If you Google my name, I'm it. So if I suck, it's over. And he's like, I will not let you fail. And, and lucky enough, I, for some reason, trusted this person that I originally wanted to hate, but was actually the best influence in my whole early, early childhood profession. I, I said I would not let you fail. Is this on record? I'm saying all these nice things about you, I, Jeff? I know. I said, I said I would not let you fail. You did. I don't, that, doesn't, that doesn't seem like me. I think- no, you said I won't set you up to fail. That would be something you said. I, I think what I said was um, it would embarrass me if you failed, so I wouldn't recommend you if I thought you were going to fail or something <laughs> like that. Maybe it was like that. But I interpreted as you having enough faith in me. What was said versus what yeah. was heard. Right. It's all, it's, right. it's all right. about me. Right. I was protecting my own ass. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, true. I don't recommend Yeah, those other words were way too caring. <laughs> yeah, that was way too nurturing to come out of my yeah, mouth, I think. this is true. This is true. Yeah. Well, so the first time when you wanted to hate me, I don't think I probably noticed you other than somebody who's part of the audience, but I'd seen you around. Because, I mean, you were part of the committee for the conference, I yep. think, or involved with yep. them and that yep. kind of stuff. And so I sat and listened to you. And, you know, you can't do anything but pay attention to somebody who's wearing an octopus on their head or whatever. <laughs> I did. The, I had an octopus head. Whatever the heck you were doing. But you had them engaged, and and uh, I, I find myself drawn to people that are energetic and engaged on their heads. And, and having fun. Not, not necessarily tentacles. I can be tentacle-free, but... <laughs> Um, Phew! <laughs> <laughs> this is a tentacle-free zone, by the way. I did well, for, not bring the octopus hat for today. the moment. Yeah, there's a bag. Um, Bago hat. If we were video, if this is a video, <laughs> the octopus podcast, is packed uh, already for for next week. There's a wolf weekend, later, so. <laughs> fish hat, and uh, all kinds of stuff happening over here. And so that's how how Denise and I met. Uh, Lisa and I met in a different way. I I'll tell my side of the story first, and then Lisa can tell hers. I was. Uh, in, it was in Indianapolis setting up for a, for a conference, and I'm in my, my room and setting up all my, my stuff. I was doing a, a do-it-yourself early learning epi- or episode uh, session, and I'm just sitting there setting up, and, I, and Lisa, Lisa, the ooey-gooey lady, is sitting up across the street, and she's, she's like a little hummingbird when she sets up. She's back, like 30 tables in the front of the room, and she's back and forth setting stuff up, and I'm, I'm thinking, well, I'm mostly set up here. I, I'd really like to meet her, but... She's got people bugging her all the time to meet her, and, and she's setting up, and she got a session coming up, and I, I, I'm just too timid to do that. That's just not, not who I am. And so I'm setting up, and then— <laughs> I've never thought of you as being timid. timid. I, 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 you I, go with it. You run with it. I, if you... I, I am. I am. Um, and, and so I'm setting up, and, and then in, in the back of the room I hear, uh, Hey, are you Jeff Johnson? I'm Lisa Murphy. I wanted to meet you. And I just about peed myself. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let Lisa take over. I bring from out here. And you have Best. never even given birth. <laughs> no, I hadn't even given birth, and and I can do jumping jacks. Well, I had heard about That's Jeff impact people. Um, <coughs> Jeff Johnson, because I had, I, and I, I'm really bad Jeff with time frames. Jeff A. Johnson, because I had done a, a gig prior in Minnesota, and. Somebody had never seen me before, and they saw all the tables and everything set up, and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, have you heard of Jeff Johnson? He's like the male Bev Boz. And I was like, Jeff Johnson? No, actually, I haven't. 
oh, but he wrote this great book, a DIY early learning. And I stopped because I was like, oh my gosh, I just ordered that book. So there was that little bit of connection, which I always appreciate on the road. So I come back and then I get the book and I'm reading the book and I'm like, oh my gosh, this book is amazing. And, and, and I think I always, do I misquote where I first read my favorite quote from you? Is it from the DIY oh, yeah. book? Yeah, it's in there. My, I read that book. And if you've read the intro to Jeff and Danita's most recent book, you know what I'm about to say. Jeff Johnson said that children are curious, not suicidal. And at that moment, I knew that at some point I needed to meet this guy. So now to piggyback onto Jeff's story, so I'm for the IAEYC conference and he's there and oh my gosh. So I'm like gushing. So there's this mutual gushing and I don't know if I... Peed my pants, but you know, I, I, I was excited would. to meet oh, you. I saw what you were doing. Good. You're Lisa so freaking excited. I saw, all, I saw the stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. And I think we chatted, and you started telling me some of the other stuff that you're doing. And then, then there was another time after that that me and my sister was still running the roads with me that we all went out for yeah, dinner. Yeah, that was in Des Moines. And, and, and all he said was, and I might be paraphrasing, shoot, I might be actually making it up, quite honestly, but <laughs> I remember something dream. about, will you be offended if I bring something dead in a jar? To dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> what do you say? Who says no? Uh, I'm fairly <laughs> certain you did hear that come out of Jeff's mouth. I, you uh, see, that, that sounds like something I would say. The stuff Danita said, I said, I don't. That well, seem and, like and not really knowing you yet, you know, a little out of context. And I even think it might have been in an email, you know, so it wasn't even like face to face. So you're like, um, but, you know, and, and those of you listening, you know, my MO, I, I really say no. I always say yes. It keeps the energy moving. So, of course, that would be fantastic. So I tell my sister and she's like, oh, my God. So sure enough, we go to dinner and you pulled out a jar with a squirrel. It's a baby squirrel. Yeah, it's a baby squirrel. To this day, my sister and I talk about this. And even before we started recording right now, one of the things I looked up was shortly, it was either right before I met or this situation or right after, I had just read Mark Parent's book um, that was called Believing It All. And it was a, a collection of short stories. And at the end of one of them, his son and him and his son are taking a walk. And there's a dead squirrel, total road road. What? What's road? Kill. Kill. Road kill on the side of the road. And this little kid is like four and he's looking at the squirrel. It's totally smushed. And he's looking at his dad and he's looking down and he says, can I kick it? (laughs) And to this day, it's a joke between me and my sister. It makes us, sorry, it makes us think of Jeff. And, and now when you come to Jeff's house, or he, he has a collection, a menagerie of, of dead stuff. And I just think that anybody with – well, I'm going to be rude. <laughs> the, the huevos on this guy are out of control. I mean, it, it works. You bring dead stuff in. People call you like, hey, can I bring you over a dead possum? Look what we found when the snow melted. Let's save it. And, and I'm not saying that to be gross or weird or rude, but, you know, kids like dead stuff. They're intrigued by dead stuff. They, and they this are. might be a slippery slope into another episode of how adults react to children's reactions to things that are dead. Well, we've got, we've got another episode on our, on our possible list called Pickles. We'll get to Podcast the episode, lingo. Maybe we'll get to the episode on, on, uh, on, on Pickles or not. But Pickles is named Pickles because he was... He? Pickled? He, I verified his gender. Um, pickles was in a, in a pickle jar. And... Uh, now we got to move on beyond pickles because uh, now well, I'm distracted. Well, we'll see if we do that episode. <laughs> well, it still fits because that's the day you met. Stay tuned. That's the day so I met pickles. And we're uh, yeah, that's it's okay. And then I first met Danita 
a long time ago, Leah, it wasn't me. True. <laughs> Have we talked about that with everybody no, I, already? Not I completely. And and uh, I, I, it's it, it it it's worth rehashing if we need. It to. It is because that's pretty funny. Well, that we were in Sioux Falls. As a, am I correct? Yeah, Sioux, Falls. Sioux Falls. I did a gig in Sioux Falls, and and Jeff said, "Let's get together after the gig." And, um, you know, have milk and cookies. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, martinis. <laughs> and so we all go to dinner, and it was a fantastic time. We're at this beautiful restaurant, this round table. All of these people are there. And I, that is when I met Jen, uh-huh. although I did not know it was Jen. I thought it was Danita. Mm-hmm. Only I don't have red hair. Well, I didn't know what she looked like, and and that was the night that she – totally like schooled me on how important hands-on oh, messy got, play is. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Jen, who, if, if you listen to the Jen episode, you know she also goes by the name Rainbow But Bright. this was the night yes. I believe she earned that title. She is, is confirmed that, that title. She yes. had it before. She drank her way through the rainbow. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Yeah, her goal had been at a previous event was to drink her way through the aim, rainbow, and this was just a, a carrying on of that, and Lisa yeah. was all too happy to find Oh, yeah. Do, I'm like, bring a blue one. Excitement. Yeah, due to her overexcitement <laughs> that a drink called the Green Lizard was, in fact, green. green. But but te- you, you had actually met Jen a year before that. Oh, yeah, you because you told her Jeff was not dead Because Lisa had, Lisa had spoken in, in Sioux City this where I true. am the year before that, and I, I, I asked her, if you know, could you embarrass somebody tomorrow for me? And she's like, yeah, sure. And so I gave her the name. and, and so Which I had to write on my to, pocket and put it, it in yeah. a piece of paper because I knew that I was going to forget, but and, I had a duty. Jeff and, Johnson gave me a job. So, so halfway through that presentation the next day, a, a gazillion people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, she she stops and she asks, asks Jen to stand up and, and tell her that she's not dead to me anymore because because Jen had, had annoyed me and she became dead to me for a while and her her uh, her banishment was over and I wanted her to know about but it. But I had the so, honor of letting her so, know. So Lisa let and her know she was the heck out of her. Lisa let her know she was out of timeout and so she stood up. She said she's and I'm getting text. Well, this is happening in real time. I'm getting messages from people on Facebook and text messages and stuff. That oh, are I in did the not room. know any of that. Well, yeah. I didn't really know you guys that yeah. well yet, right? Yeah. So I and wouldn't so know. So people are. Did you do? That? Did you really do this? Did you really tell Lisa to do this? And and it was hilarious. And and so Jen stood up and 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 was undeaded. And then a year later, sat down and and had drinks when. And that's when I saw. Okay, and then circle back to in my just not knowing all of the well, players. Well, you don't meet that pictures. many people every year. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. so it's not the clear. Round table. I'm watching this girl, this woman, drink her way through the rainbow, and, and in my brain, tell this Lisa is Murphy that messy play is very important to children. Yeah, after about four drinks. Jen goes on on this on this monologue for about ten minutes, trying to convince me to Lisa Murphy, the ooey gooey lady, that that hands on play is really really important for kids. And, and I, you know, I think I was polite. No, you were wonderful. Polite. You, what she said is after after she got done, end. she stops and she takes a drink and 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 you look at her and you say, "Well, you didn't have to tell me." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like Jeff, why didn't you kick her and stop her? And what he did goes, I say? I just, well, I think you said I just loved watching the train wreck. <laughs> I wanted to see the how the train kept going go. faster and yeah. faster and faster. Yeah. So then, when we all regrouped here, and many of you who are listening have seen the beautiful video and the pictures of the the evening that we all got together and splattered Jeff's studio with pickles and well, a different kind of pickles. pickles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not pickles for pig. This is the pickles real dill pickles, and cucumber based pineapple, and 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 barbecue syrup sauce and barbecue and sauce and, 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 glitter and glitter and washers and yes and. And if you 
well, anyway, so we repost some of that. Yeah. So I, I actually got to meet Danita then that night and had a, a, my own little bit of embarrassment as I was like, oh, you're not, oh, you're, you're oh, my, you're you're oh, ah. and so now all the cast of characters are clear in my mind. We had an amazing evening that night. I went fun. back to the it hotel covered in, in peanut butter and glitter. And and for what it's worth, while we've been here these last two days recording, I'm staying at the same hotel. So a year ago when I was – not even a year ago. It was, no, it was just Jan- January. It was January. January. Yeah, yeah. January I went back to the hotel covered in glitter at the end – like at midnight. And and last night we went home and I was like in, in wigs. But I told Jeff this morning when I came back to the, the, the studio, I said I don't know what was weirder was walking home last night in the wig or leaving this morning Holding the wig, I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> they, which they, one was, was might have been more visually. Um, they probably just thought you were confusing. one of those dumpster hookers. Oh, the dumpster yes, hooker. There you go, Lisa Murphy, the dumpster. You hear it? You heard it here, exclusive. <laughs> well, people keep telling her to get a day job. So. Well, and see, the thing is, when the whole the whole Rainbow Bright episode, Danita was supposed to be there, but yes, uh, it was. she she blew us off. To go to a oh, Lego you had something competition. Better? I did. My son had a Lego competition, and the Steelers were in a playoff game that night. So Lego competition in the afternoon. So I didn't get to hear you present, and then Steeler game that night. And then this might be a future. Episode and Jeff too. Is, why? couldn't just understand why that was more important. Than I, Lisa. I Lisa. now I don't know why Lisa. I'm, far I'm more still important than football, that game. football. Yeah, football. I'm still trying to figure out why Legos needs to be a competition. Why do we need to make everything into a competition in the society? And that that is probably a future episode. Oh, you mean too. competition goes? Well, both. I, yeah. I, I I think both talking about. I love me. You know Legos. what? For competition. Oh, you know what? I would love. Let maybe we could get Alfie Cohen on the line. Oh well, that one of our shots. That could be a shots episode if you get if you're ever around him and Alfie. Get, and trophies for it. <laughs> Elfie, if you happen to be listening. If you happen to be listening, I'll send you another email. And I, I love the books, man. Thank you. Um, so what other meeting stuff do we have to talk about? We're going to do in the f- a future episode on greetings about uh, – about, The importance uh, of greeting. How about how we're meeting? Greeting. Do we meet children where they are? Are we, we willing to? Route? Do you – Sure, we can go that route and I'll – And then do greetings on the greetings. Yeah. Well – Because we don't want to get into greetings now. That's a whole No, episode. no, no. That's a whole thing. The I other th- meetings is what's the deal with – What's the deal with all these long, boring meetings, useless meetings, meetings. that people are, 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 are required to sit through in their lives? Well, I mean, meeting new people, woo, fun, let's have a drink, but meetings just sucks the soul out of you. Well, I just – well, many of you who are listening know that I'm in the MED program at Champlain that I call Club Med, and – I just finished a class where we talked about this. You know, how do you make meetings more effective and what are we calling a meeting? And to circle back to a previous episode where I actually equated it to circle time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how many of us are having meetings done to us but and we hate them and we loathe them, but yet we go and then do them every day from 9.40 to 10 o'clock with the children in, in our care. And so they gave some criteria that was actually kind of interesting about how to how to spice it up. But I think you still need to step back and be like, what what are we what are we gathering together for? What is the what is the purpose for the meeting? Is it something that can actually happen in a different format, or are we kind of stuck in this old school that we have to actually come together? I agree that face to face contact, like even just this, you know, I've been kind of pumping stuff in virtually, and that's worked. 
But nothing is better than this face-to-face meeting that yeah. the three of us are having here to, to get some of this done. However, some of the negotiations, some of the dialogue, some of the prep work, that could all have been done, and it was, via email and phone calls and, yep, and we, social media and things like that. And a couple texts, and then we're good to go. And I think oftentimes, just to use that same example, we're bringing people together for things that can be discussed or hashed out in other formats, but maybe there's a comfort level that not everybody has, which like a Gen X, Gen Y, millennial kind of thing. Like there's still some people who think that everything has to be face-to-face, and I don't think everything does. A a great book I read about this is called Read This Before Our Next Meeting, and it's a a real short read. Um, It's it's available on the Kindle and in in print, and it's just a a good book. Uh, My my least favorite meeting thing is – the late person. The late? The late person. You're sitting, you got a meeting and it's scheduled for 12.05 and the meeting, and then there's that one person who comes in. We did, we had a, uh, oh, I'm not going to say her name, but back in our, my director days, there was this director that we ended up at a lot of United Way meetings with and, and other things like this, and she was always 15 or 20 minutes late. That's disrespectful. It, 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 it's well, kind of a, I think it's a power They're the question thing askers too. too, and you've already discussed it, chances are. But then I think then that would be an indivi- that would be grounds for an individual meeting of hey this is what I'm noticing talk to me you know are you is it just a horrible time of day I don't want to read into it if I don't need to but is it just a you know do you get stuck in traffic is this when kids are getting picked up or you know is there a reason why you think you yeah. don't need to be here on time I think meetings are a lot of wasted a waste of time because there isn't a true goal or objective or it turns into a great bitchy uh-huh. session uh-huh. as opposed to really having something necessary to discuss. One of the books for the class said that your meetings of your staff need to be deepening your understanding of your mission and your goals. And if it's just a matter of please remember to take out the trash, oh. please remember to da-da, which a lot of meetings are – you know, and, and and see, I'm removed. From I was just going to say, yeah, I, you yeah. know, yeah. not so to I call just, you to the I carpet went, on that, oh, but no, it's family childcare. I wouldn't want to be in. Any you don't like have that, that goes right. But in centers, a lot of it is, and some of that could be a quick email. But the admin, I think, needs to connect with what the preferences of their staff. Does this mean a quick text just to remind somebody? Does this mean a memo? Does this mean some kind of book? I think for center-based people, there's a lot of brainstorming that needs to happen in order to make sure that the meetings, when you do bring everybody together. How are you going to make it most effective to actually then have people implement your that needs? That which list is, out. yeah, where's the agenda? What time are we meeting? Why are we meeting? You know, it's a lot yeah. like just what we do with the children in our programs. You well, want it to be purposeful. Is <laughs> it know? relevant? Is it meaningful? Yeah. Who is it for? Are we having one rules. meeting yeah. because one person needs same to be told something that yeah. would be an individual meeting yeah. Yeah. that hide behind the Pur- memo business? Purposeful and respectful, I think. I think one of the, ru- one of the rules I've set for myself since we, we left my center director days and have started doing family child care is I, I try not to go to a meeting that will have more than five people in it for the last five or six years. That's been my rule. Tell me more. T- talk to me about that. Be- well, it, nothing happens. Tell me more. And uh, when, like when you got, if, if you've got five uh-huh. people or less, there's a chance that something productive is going to happen. But when you've got these big big meetings where you've got 15 or 20 or 30 people sitting around the table trying to, to make something happen, and, and most of it's just listening to content that you could digest in another form, it becomes a huge waste of time. Um, so if I've got to do a conference call with somebody or, or something, I, I – I, I mean, imagine doing a conference call. You're you're on the phone, and then there's 20 other people oh, sitting no in a way. conference room. No way. It's it's just a waste of everybody's time. So put the people that need to be in the room in the room. Have the meeting. Keep it short, and then everybody move on with their lives. Does this apply to? Well, this could get me in trouble. 
Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm wondering how what you just specifically said, one person calling in with 10 to 20, 30 people in the room, how is that like a webinar? Well, that is kind of like that. And that scares me. I love the technology, um, but not not being a human in a room with another human makes it very difficult for the webinar. And I've done, I've done a bunch of these and, and, and we've had good experiences and I'm, I'm doing a online course for the, for university of Wisconsin Platteville coming up this fall. It's a, uh, but it, it's not the same as being in the room. And so I think in, in those situations, I think we have to figure out ways to make those connections happen, uh, whether it's social media or emails or text the messages, follow up to the struggle terribly with that. Cause I need to, feel my yeah, audience you, and feel well, I did my first one reactions and, and see it on their faces. I tried in my and, head to think about yeah. 1,700 people are listening to me talk for 75, 90 minutes. Yeah. I have no way of reading. I have no way of getting any feedback. Yeah. I'm kind of, it's very, it felt very one-sided, not in a negative way because it was the first time I had done it. So I had no idea what to expect, but it is very one way. Yeah. It's a, Whereas yeah. when we're all in the room doing our usual workshops, you can yeah. read the body language. You can see if somebody's well, going. You can, can see if comments. somebody's buying in. You can see where to go. You, you It's constant. But that was missing. So yeah, yeah. conference and calls would be exactly. I can't need, see the notes that they're passing back and forth. Exactly. <laughs> or the, like, or the all, eyes. Yeah, or the eyes are like, oh my God, or the nudges, rolls or whatever. Yes. In, the, in the platform I used to do it, I've actually got, um, I can get the, the text, the message board feeds and so I'm, I'm able. But don't to, you find that distracting? Then are you a little bit? But I, li- I like to that? monitor. I like to monitor that because um, that that gives them a chance to ask questions and there's some I feedback. I have to say, that keep it to there. one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it short. Uh, keep it short. But and there is some feedback there because I, I die without that that immediate feedback. Yeah. And I mean, so maybe in the future that can be something we get into a little bit deeper. We're we're at time here for this episode, and uh, so I hope you hope we hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit how about how we got connected. Um, and we'd like to hear from you at www.ccbagpodcast.com. Like uh, let us let us know about important meetings in your life, how you've met mentors or or other people that are important to you. We'd like to hear those stories. Um, thanks for listening. Bye bye. See ya. Adios. playcounts.com, connect with Lisa at ooeygooey.com, and connect with me, Jeff Johnson, at explorationsearlylearning.com. See you next time.